You're listening to Late Norman Talk with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin. Unscripted and real conversations with business leaders and marketing pros. We are back in the studio on another episode of Lake Norman Talk. This week, I have two very special guests, two uh, longtime uh, mentors in in the world of martial arts to me, and uh, I'm just so happy to have both these guys here. Um, to my left is my uh, Aikido teacher, Sensei Dennis Main, a six-degree black belt Shidoan in the United States Aikido Federation who founded Aikido of Charlotte over 30 years ago. And by chance, today, to his left, my right, we have his teacher, uh, Sensei Andy Demko, a seventh-degree black belt and master instructor in the United States Aikido Federation who also sits on the technical committee. So I got some really, really impressive people in the studio today. So, gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So let me start, uh, let me ask uh, Demko-sensei first. For those out there that don't have any idea, they've never heard of the word Aikido, can you tell everybody what Aikido is? Uh, Aikido is um, primarily a Japanese martial art, which was developed, uh, actually it's a new martial art in a sense that it was founded in uh, on or around the 1940s. It developed uh, from the uh, ancient martial arts of Aiki Jiu-Jitsu and uh, so on by Master Ushiba from Japan. He formulated uh, what were the more violent uh, forms of martial art into uh, art that changed uh, the concept into uh, uh, a much more um, compatible method for people today, whereas the object is not to destroy or to tear down, but to build up. And that's the basic nature of Aikido. And you've now been practicing for 53? 53 years now, yes. Wow. And, and I know you've told me, uh, Main Sensei, that you started in 1970. So tell us, a, t- let's go back a little bit in time, 49 years ago when you met this gentleman. Well, it was, it was by chance, actually, that I, uh, that I met him. I was at one point looking towards some martial art, and uh, I was in a bookstore actually looking through some different martial arts, and I heard some guys talking about an Aikido instructor who could, with a flick of his wrist, throw somebody clear across the room. I thought, wow, that sounds pretty interesting. You know, I couldn't find this guy. But well, I happened to chance on um, the YMCA, and I decided I was going to join her. And when I got in there, I found on the curricula Aikido, and there he was. And uh, is everything I expected it to be, and I'm still with it today because of that. Now, you guys have seen the art evolve in the last 50 years. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, even though it's a new martial art, as you mm-hmm. said, today, 2019, you know, how has it evolved today versus in the last 20 years? Well, it's, you know, I guess by the very nature of being in existence, it then evolves you know, and uh, Aikido is continually evolving, and it evolves through each individual practitioner who adheres as closely as they can to the principles set down by uh, Master Ushiba, the founder of Aikido. So by continuing uh, to practice and to hone ourselves, you know, part of the Aikido uh, philosophy is to have victory, but victories over self. We recognize that the biggest opponent that we will ever face is our own self. And Aikido gives you a uh, um, 
a platform to explore that, to work with it, and to incorporate the aspects of Aikido, not into the, just the self-defense aspect, but into all your everyday encounters. Aikido then becomes a metaphor for life uh, for the individual that practices it. So it's not so much what happens to you per se, but how you react to what happens to you and its effect on you. Aikido is a very stabilizing, centering type of training which can benefit anyone across the board, depending on what you're looking for, whether it's health, exercise, uh, self-defense, personal improvement. There's something for everyone in today's Aikido, and it continually evolves, as most things do. So for the person out there that, you know, grew up watching, you know, martial arts movies, you know, depending on how old they are, could have been Bruce Lee, could have been Van Damme, could have been whoever, um, you know, what can you, what can you tell the person that maybe hasn't come across Aikido yet? Um, what can you share that would inspire them to come look at it having never seen it? Like what type of person besides the person looking for exercise or self-defense or camaraderie, what type of person meshes well with the philosophy of Aikido? Well, that, that's, a, that's a good question. I think uh, generally there are a lot of people, I always say that uh, people that uh, are drawn to Aikido uh, resonate to a, a, a particular frequency, you know, like, like attracts like, so to speak. So it's, uh, Aikido is, uh, draws people who are uh, not out to be violent, uh, but yet to be able to have the integrity to protect themselves and their families primarily without compromising their personal ideals. And Aikido gives you a modality to practice that. Uh, so it's a very unique in that regard where what drew me most of all was the philosophy of Aikido and not developing a fighting mind. I wanted to be able to protect myself and my family and loved ones, but to do it without risking danger to someone unnecessarily or harshly. You only do what is necessary. So uh, that's the beauty about Aikido. It's, it's for people that want things to grow and to flourish, but yet if you have to, you can do what you need to do to protect yourself. So for a new student coming in the door, what can they expect in their first week of Aikido? Well, a new student, actually, before they actually get on the mat, I try to find out what's in their mind, what drew them to Aikido. Um, if the individual is uh, looking for satisfaction for sparring and competition and winning a trophy, then we generally are not going to be able to satisfy that person as well as the person has already been discussed. So the first week that they get on the mat, the, the, I give them an orientation, basically, the philosophy of Aikido, what makes Aikido work, uh, what makes it different than some of the martial arts that they've seen. Um, and sometimes they've watched things on YouTube about Aikido and they can't quite figure out why a person's falling because the subtle movements that we do can't really be seen. Uh, you have to feel them. So I get somebody on the mat. Uh, I demonstrate some very basic fundamental movements that will take somebody's balance because that's what we're after. We want to maintain our balance and our stability and our control and take theirs. And so we know where person's strong in stance and we know where they're weak and we want to work where they're weak, not where they're strong. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So let me fast forward now to get your perspective 
to, I think I, I, I probably posted this quote, you've seen this, like something like less than one or 2% of anyone starting a martial art ever make it to Shodan, make it to first degree black belt. It's a very, very small percentage. And mm-hmm. you and I have talked about that it takes commitment, it mm-hmm. takes time and dedication and the right attitude. So let's fast forward as a, as a Shihan who um, evaluates and conducts black belt testing uh, for our organization. What should somebody that's been in an Aikido, let's say five years, what should they expect having trained five years? What's, what's normal? Well, in, in five years of committed training, on the average, that's generally speaking what it would take to uh, prepare yourself for the uh, black belt or shodan, which is first degree black belt. And again, let me draw back a moment here. When we talk about uh, attaining first degree black belt, it's very important, it's a very auspicious occasion, yet it is another beginning for you. So my, my saying is to all of our students is when you uh, uh, make a black belt, now you've really learned how to practice, actually now your training begins because it takes you a long time to master um, any aspect of Aikido. So it's fully, uh, you know, it's a full commitment. And if you've gone five years and uh, attended the seminars, practiced, was diligent, studied on your own, you will have made amazing results. One thing I, I, I should mention that I, I didn't mention earlier was the beauty about Aikido is that you learn to change the paradigm of what's going on. Uh, so we don't meet force with force. We don't meet aggression with aggression. Now that's not to say that it's magic and or that it's not effective and that's by no means the case. But what it does, it changes the rules. And there's an old saying that I like, it's he who makes the rules wins. So you don't face somebody if you're in that situation and go against their strength, you try to neutralize it. You don't try to intimidate. You try to hold your ground. You try to be respectful. You try to do what you can do. Only at last resort would you resort to any physical use of Aikido, and that would be de- depend on the intentions of the person you're dealing with there. But anyone can become very efficient at Aikido. You know, the founder of Aikido, this will blow your mind, but he was like five foot one inches tall. I'm 6'3". I didn't know big people were supposed to do Aikido, you know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because Aikido was really developed for smaller people to use on larger people. The Japanese people uh, are generally are not real large compared to Western people. So um, it took a, a long time for Western people to be able to pierce that, you know, not rely on the physical strength that we have. We're bigger in a lot of instances, you know, and have some advantages in that way. But they are brilliant thinkers. The art is... Um, it takes the best of everything from the ancient uh, sword systems and jiu-jitsu and aiki jiu-jitsu systems and evolves them in what to us what Osense developed as what we call today modern Aikido. Aikido is the newest perhaps martial art, but it's steeped in antiquity. Wow. I always learn something from him every time. Um, so a couple of things you've said to me that I'll never forget. Anything less than 100% commitment is no commitment. I love that. Oh, that's absolutely right. I love it everywhere, in life, in the Mm -hmm. dojo, on the mat, in your diet, whatever. Um, And then I also, I like to share this because I'll never forget these words too, back to what you just said. 2004, 15 years ago, you you promoted me to Shodan Mm -hmm. in Cincinnati. And we finished the test and you said congratulations to all the people that passed their Shodan test. You've now 
earn the right to train. Yeah, you you yeah. basically you translated Shodan a lot to the outside world. First degree black belt, really serious student. You've put up enough time and commitment to learn the basics to now start your training. And 15 years later, I can say that that couldn't be more true. How do you feel about that thought pattern? Because you don't hear that very often. No, that's right on the money. Um, usually, that's the beginning stage of your your training. And from that point on, what you're trying to do now is perfect everything that you know. And not only that, you're generally put into a position where you're helping newer students uh, get themselves up and running too and be a positive attitude towards them. So there's a lot more to the eye than just achieving the black belt. If the person wants to help you on the mat with other students, and some people don't, some people just want to train and other people do want to teach. And so we can find a happy medium for either. I like in Aikido, um, it's unique, and you guys know this, that you know, some other styles, and I'm not going to disparage any style because I think there's value to all of them, um, but I think it boils down to the dojo and the teacher first and foremost rather than the style. But you, know, you can rush through and get a black belt in two years. We've all seen that. I think what makes Aikido unique is, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for that matter, is you really have to put some serious time and, and effort into that accomplishment. So um, I think those out there that are seeking the, the quick reward, Aikido's probably not it. I mean, do you see that? Oh, there's no doubt. <clears throat> you know, one thing about Western society in general is we're very demanding, and that's good in some ways, but it also can be detrimental. You know, you, you cannot come in and learn something uh, as deep as Aikido in a short amount of time. That's just impossible. You know, as long as you're blessed with, uh, with life and you're living here, you, need, you can use a method that can facilitate success and happiness or lend to it uh, by what you do. And Aikido is a great activity for that. When you do things that are good for your mind, your body, and your spirit, the end result has to be positive outcomes for you as an individual. It keeps you centered. And again, Aikido is just not on the mat or in the self-defense if you walk out and you have to defend yourself, but it's for everyday living. It's for handling uh, that conversation you might have to have with your younger children or your spouse or one of your uh, subordinates at work or something like that. How do you handle it? Are you harsh with them? Can you try a good approach and get a result? Or do you, do you have to be harsh and brutal? You know, so Aikido, again, becomes a metaphor for how you live your life, and it will give you a good source of, uh, of material and methods to be very successful at whatever you do. So I want to ask both of you, this is um, having been training now 49 and 53 years, um, you guys never quit. You guys have been in, in the game or the art for the long haul. And um, what, what words or advice can you share with anybody that's put 10 plus years in Aikido, 20 years, uh, and they're facing you know, busy lives, which we all have, right? Kids, family, activities, work, church, you name it, right? It just gets busier and busier. How do you find time to stay, to keep, stay connected to the training and to get to the dojo, to get on the mat, whatever that is, once a week, twice a week, four times a week? How do you do it? How do you, what can you encourage people with to not just fold it up and take off forever, you know, stay with it? How do you stay with it? What's the, what's the magic bullet? to stay with it? Uh, commitment to your schedule. 
You, know, you wake up in the morning, you have breakfast, you have lunch, you have dinner. That's a routine that you do every single day. You just build it into your routine. Anything you want to do, whether it's Aikido or something different, you just have to work it into your schedule. And if you really want to do it, you will find a way to do it. Absolutely. Those are uh, great, great comments. Uh, as far as uh, commitment, long-term commitment to training, obviously anybody that commits for a long time and follows through, we're getting results from it. You know, it's, is it easy? No, it's not easy. Can you do it? You certainly can do it. And will it enhance your life in, in all aspects uh, of your life? It certainly will if you're committed to it. It's, you make time for things that are important to you. Now, if a lot of and, and people, and, and again, nothing against anyone that for whatever reason wants to discontinue the training. We hate to see anyone leave, but we hope at that point, if they do leave, someday they'll come back. If not, what they have learned will help them in their lives, and they're always welcome. But I think the great thing, like um, in Aikido, you create a community. So you have more, you have support, you have a support unit. You have people here that are, that care about you, that want to help your progress and to train with you. You know, and training, especially in a martial art, can be very, uh, a very serious thing in that, uh, you know, possibility of injury or death is there if someone is haphazard uh, or careless or not caring. In Aikido, you attack 50% of the time because you have to play both parts. You defend 50% of the time. So you have to master both aspects. And you have to remember that when you're training, you are allowing your partner to use your body and vice versa. That's why we begin with a bow, saying, I'm bowing, acknowledging thanks to you for training with me. In addition, showing respect that I know that you have to go to work tomorrow, that you have children to raise, that you have a family. You don't need to be hurt unnecessarily, right? So as long as we have everybody's betterment at hand, those are your long-term players. People do get injured in time, but most of the time it's because of carelessness or um, incorrect attitude. But you don't see that a lot in Aikido. Again, because I don't know, I don't think we touched on this yet, but Aikido is not a sport. We don't take, Aikido is not a competition. Again, our only opponent is ourselves. That's our biggest opponent. So through refining, through training, through uh, hopefully cleaning up your diets, and who you hang around with is the most important thing. You know, where you're going to be five years from now, if you want to ask yourself the question, take an inventory of the people that, in, that are in your immediate circle, and that'll give you a hint. So if you look at people and you see five years down the line that you might not want to end up like that. You might want to consider changing what you're doing. And an Aikido dojo or other good activities, certainly, not just Aikido. We love Aikido, obviously, and would like to see everybody practice. But it is a practice that everyone can do. Young, old, men, women, and children can learn the principles of Aikido and utilize them for themselves and practice as long as they want and necessary. You both touched on two of my favorite things, discipline, put a schedule, execute. You know, if you want to do it bad enough, you're going to show up. You're going to get there. We know that. And those are typically people that make it to that first major milestone. They just don't quit. They put their head down. They love it. And you said something that uh, just sparked me thinking of several of our students probably say this on a monthly basis. Tough day at the office. Stressed out. Kids are sick. I'll go next class. I'll go next class. 
And then every time they show up, they make that decision and train. Whatever the practice is, they always leave in a better mood. I think that's because there's no competition. There's no stress of what do I have to prove in this class? You get out, you move your body with people that are like-minded. Like you said, they're there to protect each other and train safely. That's a cool environment to be in. And no matter what your day is, you will always leave better than when you showed up. Well, well, well put. I, I have a, I'm a one for old sayings. The older I get, the more sayings I, I have. Uh, but I find them to be true. You know, is that uh, it's so important. Uh, what you do is so important because that's what you become. So where you hang out, who you hang around with, what you read, what you watch on television, what you listen to. These things are our body, minds, and spirit, they're, they're like sponges. They absorb the information. We're bombarded with information of all types, and unfortunately today most of it's negative. So we have to be very selective about what goes in, especially in our subconscious mind. That's why, you know, be careful what you're, what you're watching, what your ch children are watching, what they're doing on the Internet. You want to have a clean diet, you want to have a clean life, you have to have a clean environment. And the more people that you hang around with that are like-minded, the greater success you'll have. Again, it's something that everyone can do, and I highly recommend it. Let me just touch on something else, too, that, that we, uh, we spoke about, and that is a new student that comes in. They have the right attitude. They have everything we're looking for. They, they want to fulfill the, the Aikido dream. The thing that they have to understand is, as it was mentioned earlier, it's not something that's going to come in two or three classes. It's, it takes a while. Here's a, a story that I spoke to a Japanese gentleman who had been over here in this country for a long time running a business. And he said, when I was in Japan and in school, uh, we had to take judo. That was, that was cricket we had to take. But we also had to take a different uh, art. So I took karate. And I did that for several years, and then I saw this Aikido demonstration and this seminar, and I thought, well, I'll go to that. And he went in, and he says, you know what? Everything was completely different than what I had been taught. And um, I found it a little much difficult because it wasn't what I was expecting. You know, uh, the other thing that I noticed was they, they weren't like the people in my karate class. They weren't trying to brutalize me. They were trying to work with me, and that was completely different to me. And so that was a good experience, and it's a good thing that people should look forward to when they walk into the dojo. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and you know, we were talking about this earlier um, in our pre-seminar routine uh, and some hydrotherapy that, um, you know, the reason we make appointments with prospective students is, you know, we're not, uh, we're not interested in everybody and taking their money and forcing them into the program that maybe isn't a fit for them or they're not a fit for us. So the process is, I don't want to say it's like applying to college, but there is a process to protect the family culture that we have here with the right uh, wavelength, as you said, or frequency. frequency so, um, so I, you know, those out there listening that are trying to find not only a great martial art and a way to get exercise and to make some new friends, but it goes beyond that. Um, just like you wouldn't let a stranger in your house without building a relationship first and that's what we're doing in our process so as we wrap up final thoughts start with you Demko Sensei 
Well, this was a, a very uh, good conversation, to say the least. It's always a pleasure to be here and to uh, do something along these lines here. So you can see um, that we three see things generally pretty much much the same. And, um, and as regarding training, um, I think the, the punctuation point I'll put on this is that uh, when you train, sometimes it's very difficult. You're tired, you just came home from work, you want to get home to eat. Uh, there's an innumerable amount of reasons. But if you're committed to what you're doing, and my students tell me this unceasingly, they say, Sensei, you know, when we came in, we were tired, but we feel like brand new now. They feel brand new. And I always say uh, one of my favorite old sayings, is leap in, or limp in, I'm sorry, and leap out. So you can limp in, but you'll leap out. If you train, your body will become renewed and refreshed, just like that shower first thing in the morning. It, uh, it'll clean you right up. So I highly recommend, certainly, if anybody's interested, to please check out uh, your school here and uh, look at it. Give it a go. Nothing to lose. Love it. Any final thoughts, Vincenzo? Yeah, Aikido is something that's, uh, that others uh, know about as well. Uh, I was at a seminar one time for uh, supervisors, and they were talking about how to uh, get people to see your point of view. And, you know, and one of the things that the instructor said, if we did everything that we could possibly do, then we used the Aikido philosophy. And what was that? Go with the flow. And that's what we try to do in our everyday life. Love it. Well, thanks again to both of you for spending some time with us in the studio. Um, you guys have given back so much to me on a personal, professional, and uh, martial arts-related uh, <laughs> uh, experiences that you've had. You've given back so much that I truly appreciate both of you. Thank you. 